0: Hey, what is going on guys, DK. Back at you with another video here for a first look at the week four NFL main site on DraftKings. Kind of crazy, we're already three weeks in now. Uh feels like it's been flying by. It like, feels like NFL just started. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I made daily videos as well as live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, also up on Apple Podcast. I have a link down below. It's called The DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, often on Patreon.com. A few different packages. Uh, esports Package, it's called it in CSGO. NFL Package, we go over all the chances uh, as well as the main slates. And then NBA Package, preseason, less than a week away, guys. Um, and I do want to thank today's sponsor, Prize Picks. So if you guys are, have been watching my videos, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Prize Picks. But if it's your first time watching, there are two different ways you can play Prize Picks for NFL. First way is you take over under and straight up fancy points. And the second way is you take over under. You can take over under like passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions. So. Um, that's basically the idea. You can mix and match sports. They have every single sport you can think of. So uh, if you guys want to try it out, inside can sign to use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word. I'll have a link down below. You get 100% match up to $100 if you use my code. And, uh, yeah, I like Prize Picks. It's a nice change of pace. Uh, if you're kind of getting tired of DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever and you want to give someone new a shot, um, I recommend Prize Picks again. I like it. You're not playing against someone. You're just playing against the house. And um, finally, I want to thank you guys again for your continued support on this YouTube channel. If you guys could, leave a like button the video. I'll try to aim for 100. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, closing in ever so uh, close on that 10,000 subscriber mark. I know I've been saying that a lot recently, but getting really, really close now. And hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you know live. As always, I'll be live for all the show sites as well as the main sites. All right, so before we get into uh, you know the first look at the week four main site, let's look back my up here from Sunday's main site. So Sunday's main site went really well for me. Went with the uh, Chargers Chiefs stack. So got Justin Herbert at pretty low ownership, only 9%, paired him with Eckler and Keenan Allen. Again, the targets are condensed. The one guy I didn't use, actually had the best game, and has been having a breakout season, honestly, this year. If he can stay healthy, I think he'd be pretty good, that being Mike Williams. So. Um, he was the one guy I didn't play He he went off, but yeah, Eckler, down Both really solid, I brought it back with C.E.H. and McCole Hardman So, everything I saw on Twitter last couple weeks I thought C.E.H. was dead He was toast, right? That's all I saw was Trade away C.E.H., he's done 20 fancy points Lead back for the Chiefs Still playing majority of the game Doesn't look done to me uh, yes, really solid game there, even though it's popular, four point eight k which is too cheap, right? If Edward Flores like 6K, wouldn't have had a ton of interest. He was in play, obviously, because of the price point. Um, another guy that opened up uh, once Cook got out was Madison. I played him, so I, I did use an, another lineup, um, a Kyler D-Hop stack. I used it, you know, try to get super contrarian D-Hop. was, was a lot down. usually, was only 1% owned, but I was willing to take the risk. I had Madison in that lineup. They're um, yeah, going over the rest of my lineup, so... Calvin Ridley, decent, nothing crazy. Keenan Allen against solid game. Michael uh, Hardman, Kyle, Pitt, just get the get the clown paint on. I'm just gonna every single week just go back to Kyle Pitts, and he's gonna continue to lose me money. I, I just the Falcons' offense is just so frustrating. That game in general is just I hate having anyone from the Falcons this year. Like I've had, I think I've had Falcons exposure all three weeks so far. It is so frustrating. That team cannot move the ball. Matt Ryan is awful. Ugh, gross. But yeah, Cooper Cup finished off this lineup. Obviously, he was super chalky, but man, he's been having a phenomenal season. Uh, We'll talk about him in a bit here. He's once again in play. And he was the Jets defense. Jets and Bengals are the two kind of punt defenses, considering Bengals did a lot better. But Jets are still solid for fancy points. So all in all, it was a really solid week. And uh, yeah, hoping to keep it going for week four. So hope you guys had a good week. I uh, hope you avoided some busts. hope you avoided some injuries. There's a lot of injuries. The Giants, like their whole receiving core, got injured. A.J. Brown got injured. I feel like this week more than others, there's there's more injuries. But, um, yeah, again, that's it for the look back. So let's quickly take a look at some of these Vegas odds for the week four slate. Couple higher total ones, uh, Cowboys and Panthers is at 50 right now. Browns and Vikings at 52 and a half. I'll have to monitor Dalvin Cook status. Uh, Kansas City, I mean, every single time Kansas City's on the slate, they're gonna be one of the higher total games. It's a 55 over under. And then uh, Cardinals Rams, no surprise here, also pretty high, 53 and a half over under. Both teams like to air it out. That's gonna be a, a pretty popular game, but for good reason. So we'll start off with quarterback. And at the top, Patrick Mahomes, 8.1K. Always in play for tournaments. He always goes low-owned. He just has a super high floor. is a high ceiling. 36-28-24 fancy once. Does have a little bit of rushing upside. Ran the ball 40, for 45 yards last game. This is right now the, I believe it's the highest total game, right? 55? I think so, yeah. So, um, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, even Harbin Valley, all firmly in play. Um, say that every week for Mahomes. But you do have to because he always goes lower-owned than he should. Now, Josh Allen finally had a bounce back. He was another guy. that I saw, you know, those uh, those hot take bros. You guys know I love those guys on Twitter, right? I saw they were all week. They were telling me CEH was dead. All week they were telling me they were worried about Josh Allen. Like, let's stop with the overreactions after a week or two, right? That's just like, ugh. I don't know why those guys get under my skin so much, but they do. Um, Yeah, so Josh Allen, positive here. Again, they don't really run the ball. He passed the ball 43 times, and they were playing from ahead like the entire game by like a big, big lead. So, um, yeah, this matchup against Houston's great. Houston can't stop anyone. I think Josh Allen's a pretty solid tournament play. You guys know my love for Kyler Murray. Now, that was frustrating. Like, James Conner times two, really. Really, there was like pass interference, I think twice in the end zone. And so James Conner just pounded to win. That was so tilting. Uh, But okay, so let's just look at this. Kyler Murray did not have a passing touchdown today. Zero passing touchdowns. 22 fantasy points with zero passing touchdowns. Cardinals, Rams, neither team likes to run the ball. Another game projected to be a shootout. Um, I really like Kyler Murray at that price. Lamar Jackson, obviously viable because of the rushing upside, or 107, 58 yards on the ground. I mean, can I just talk for a second about that Lions game? Are you serious? The amount of pain I have been through as a Lions fan my whole life I cannot even describe you. It's kind of like it happened. I'm just numb to the pain, just used to it, right? I was like, yeah, fourth and thirty. Yeah, they're they're gonna bomb it, get a field goal, win. You know, um, longest field goal in NFL history to win off the off the crossbar, and why not, right? But uh, yeah, now back to Lamar. I think he is uh, high floor play, obviously because of the rushing upside. Uh, Let's see. Stafford. Again, the Rams are a team that want to air it out. This is projected to be a shootout. I think Stafford firmly in play. Probably would lean on the opposite side, though, with Kyler Murray just because of the rushing upside. Another guy I like at this price point is Jalen Hurts. Uh, Again, rushing floor, right? He's a guy that's probably going to go get you a 7, 8... Points just on the ground uh, for, for a floor. And then whatever he does through the air is just a bonus. Obviously, you can run one in, two. This is a game that is right now the highest total on the slate. So the Eagles are most likely to play, playing from behind, probably out to have to air it out even more. So I really like Hurts at that price point. I think Dak Prescott is, is certainly in play, too. Again, we know Dallas likes to play fast. Their defense is not great. There are going to be a lot of shootouts. I don't think Carolina's defense is amazing. Uh, I think they're a little bit overrated right now, their defense at least. And that's probably it. Cheap quarterbacks, right? Six of twenty. I mean, I didn't watch that game, but I just—he was under pressure like the entire game. Didn't he get sacked like ten times or something? I think Garrett had like five sacks alone. Um, Now. Now he gets Detroit, so this is a much easier matchup. If you're willing to go back to the wall on Justin Fields, I think he's actually makes a decent tournament play this week because no one's gonna play him. He was relatively popular, pretty popular in cash games, and like I didn't play him, but um, he was pretty popular over there. Um, much easier matchup, so maybe a little bit of interest in, in a guy like Justin Fields. Let's move on to running back, Derek Henry, workhorse back. He's been involved more in the pass game. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised here, four, six, three targets. Um, this is a game they're, they're most likely to be playing from head. The Jets are awful, one of the worst teams in the league. So this sets up for a great game script for Derrick Henry. So, um, yeah, I think he makes for a pretty solid spend-up. Again, McCaffrey's still out. What we'll to monitor a cook status. Cook's out. Uh, Madison becomes firmly in play, even in a tougher matchup because, again, he's going to be like their bell cow back. He was lower on than I thought, especially in cash games. I didn't play cash, but I always go like check what ownership is. He was only like 40% cash that should have been a lot higher. I went over on Patreon what I thought were the cash game running backs, which were Madison, C.E.H., and Barkley. I was a little bit surprised with the ownership that Madison was so low. Kamara, I just got – I finally get off Kamara. I knew this would happen. I was I was literally tilting about this pre-before the slate started. It's like, I already know Kamara's going to have a good game when I finally hop off. Finally don't play Kamara. Almost 100 yards on the ground and a touchdown, four catches – or three catches and four targets. But, um, yeah, I mean, the positive here with Kamara is he's getting a ton of carries. The Saints' offense isn't isn't as dynamic as it has been in years past, but he's still a guy getting uh, heavily involved uh, and is involved in the pass game too. I do like Kamara there. Let's see, Aaron Jones at 7-7 going up against Pittsburgh. I think it's like a neutral play. Uh, Let's see, what else? Saquon Barkley, so he played a majority of the game and looked pretty solid. 16 carries, 51 yards, 6 catches, and 7 targets. Um, yeah, I think Saquon still is a little bit too cheap if he's going to play basically the entire game. we got to talk about Najee Harris, too. 19 targets. You're going to hear that probably 500 more times throughout the week. Um, but, yeah, Najee is a guy that's going to be out there basically the entire game. He's very much involved in the pass game. Do I expect 19 targets yeah, Absolutely not. But, you know, we're probably going get somewhere in that five to six, seven targets a game for Najee Harris um, and this is you know, going up against Green Bay, they're probably gonna be playing from behind, so you could get some more dump-offs from Big Ben, who has been, ooh, right? Mm. Not, not great, doesn't look too good if you take a, take a look at some of those Big Ben highlights from today. Um yeah, so Saquon, Najee Harris, both I think, pretty good plays in the mid-range. And Madison becomes a really good play if Cook can't go, even with the the not-so-good matchup, because he's going to be their bell cow, and they like running a lot of halfback screens as well. Let's see. What else? What else kind of in the mid-range? Chris Carson's fine. Again, he's not super involved in the passing game. He did get a little bit banged up, so keep an eye on that. Um you know, There's a chance he is questionable going into this week, but if he's good to go, he's always a pretty decent play because there's not a lot of competition there for touches. Don't hate Swift, don't love the matchup, but uh, he's a guy that they want to get involved in the pass game, which does raise his floor. So Chubba Hubbard with uh, Christian McCaffrey out this week, probably going to take that lead back role. They do still have Royce Freeman, but I would expect Hubbard to get maybe 70 80% of the snaps. Uh, I think it's a pretty fair guess. The price is way up to five point nine k but if he's going to act as their, you know, number one back and get a majority of the snaps, I think that, that makes him firmly in play and a good matchup here against Dallas. So definitely has some interest in the rookie, Chubba Hubbard. Value, uh, I think Edward Soler is fine. Um, you know, probably gets somewhere in that 60 to 70% of the snaps. Obviously one of the best offenses uh, in the league in Kansas City, and this is the highest over under the game. So once again, I'm fine with Edward Soler. No longer sub 5K, but still I think a little bit too cheap there at 5'4. Uh Sonny Michelle, so keep an eye on this. Another possible uh, value here if Daryl Henderson can't go. If Henderson can't go, is going to be their number one back in a high total game. So, he could become value there. But yeah, I think that's probably it for now. Again, I mentioned Royce Freeman. Um, he, he'll be involved, but I, I assume Chubb Hubbard's going to get the majority of the touches there for Carolina. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. So, uh, Tyree Kill, 8K. So far, been boom or bust, right? Had the one massive boom week one, week two, week three, both bust. Um, so that's kind of the story of Tyreek Hill. He's not never really cash game play for me. Always a tournament play because the upside is massive. The floor is just a lot lower, right? If you compare him to Kelsey, Kelsey just has the much much higher floor. So uh, yeah, Hill always in play for tournaments. Devontae Adams got a little bit banged up. It did come back in. Uh, had wow, 18 targets. I didn't realize that obviously because the game was uh, you know just finished. 12 catches and 18 targets. Um, Pittsburgh, not super scared about. I mean, Devontae Adams is a guy that's going to get double digit targets almost every single week. So he's always firmly in play. Now, Cooper Cup, they finally priced him up to 7.8K. Did they price him up enough, though? I don't know. Going to get double digit targets, super high total game. Stafford loves going to Cooper Cup. Um, even at this price, I think he's a really solid play. Now, Hopkins, again, he was banged up with a rib injury, did a uh, play, but was relatively disappointing. I think he's a fine tournament play. We'll see uh, what his status is. Soon we'll be good to go since he made it through the game uh, today. Let's see. So, again, the story of of Metcalf versus Lockett. This is just the most frustrating thing in DFS. Good luck trying to figure out which one's going to be. All right. One is going to smash, the other is going to be a big letdown. There's no in between of these two, right? There's. No, oh Metcalf and Lockett both get like 18 fancy points. Nope. One's going for like 25 plus, the other's going for like sub 10 fancy points. Just the way it is. So uh, both guys in play for tournaments. One of them's gonna smash. Good luck trying to figure out which one's gonna be. Let's see, what else? Atlanta, I mean Washington's defense has not been great, but it's just like, God, it's so stressful playing anyone from Atlanta DFS and just trying to like watch that offense try to move the ball. It is just disgusting. Um, CD Lamb, I think, is too cheap at 6 7. Carolina, I'm not, I think they're a little bit overrated right now in defense. And CD Lamb is just going to get a ton of targets. Obviously, he plays tomorrow. Um, but yeah, this is a game, another higher total game. And Lamb probably gets double digit targets. So I think that is still a little bit too cheap for Galaxy like CD. Uh, Julio, so AJ Brown got injured. The only issue here with Julio is this is a game. Tennessee could be playing from from ahead, and maybe it's ground and pound Derrick Henry. We'll talk about some possible value, too, if A.J. Brown can't go. And A.J. Brown got injured. Deontay's out. Also, Juju Smith Schuster got injured. Uh, Amari Cooper at 6K. Both Dallas receivers feel too cheap. Feel too cheap again. Um, So I think the mispricing both those guys. Let's see. Scrolling down a bit more, again, the Giants guys. We're banged up. So, Connie Gollity was the guy that they said we're gonna, was going to play limited snaps, and he somehow made it through, whereas Shepard and uh, De'ar Slayton both got injured. So, there's probably some value here for for um, the uh, New York Giants. If both those guys can't go, we'll get to that in a sec. Beasley and uh, Emmanuel Sanders both had massive weeks. I got to tilt about this. Uh, played Emmanuel Sanders uh, last week, does nothing. Fade him this week, two touchdowns, almost 100 yards. But, like I said, as I always say with Buffalo, they don't run the football. So, um, both Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders, definitely viable plays here. Robert Woods, is he dead now? I don't think so. Again, I think it's their overreaction. I think he'll he'll still have a couple big weeks here. Four, nine, six targets, nothing crazy. Um, But the price has come down to a point where it's like, okay, this feels a little bit too cheap. You're kind of trying to buy low on Robert Woods here. So, um, I would assume, like, I don't think he's done yet. I think uh, Robert Woods still has a little bit left in the tank. And uh, you could see a big, big week from him soon. You're getting at a pretty cheap price point, right? You remember when Woods and Cooper Cup used to be the same price? Now Woods is 5'3", and Cooper Cup is almost eight k. So yeah, don't mind uh, trying to buy low on a guy like Robert Woods. That's going out again. Like Slayton banged up, there could be some uh, potential value here. James Washington, like if there's no Juju and Deontay Johnson, he's going to be the number two wide receiver would make him a solid value, but man, that Pittsburgh offense, just like Atlanta, is tough to watch. It is uh, heinous. Uh, Terrence Marshall, so I want to mention, he played a lot more snaps. He played a lot in the two wide receiver sets uh, outside of uh, DJ Moore, him and DJ Moore, so he took away some snaps from Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's been struggling. The rookie Marshall looked good. Um, I think he's a decent value play. I want to see how many snaps he played total that will probably come out in a day or two. But um, yeah, I think Marshall is is a guy that is going to have a breakout week pretty soon. He, he's he's talented again. I played him a lot in preseason DFS. Um, I think he's uh, you know due for a breakout game here. Let's see what else. What else? KJ Osborne's fine. Had a letdown week this week. Only two catches and two targets, but still going to play a, a majority of the snaps there in the slot. Um. Okay. So like. Yeah, Tennessee, right? We could have some value here if AJ Brown is out with guys like Rogers and Westbrook. Um, so definitely some value there. Possibly uh, again the Giants, right? If Shepard and Slayton both can't go, we have a guy like Tony probably becomes a solid value. The rookie uh, Colin Johnson uh, is a guy that uh, did have five catches and seven targets, so like he could be potential value here for the Giants. So. Um, there there were a lot of injuries and definitely some possible value here depending on news but it's too early in the week to worry about that, right? And it's still making this video Sunday night and up on a Monday morning so yeah, we have a lot of time before the week four main slate. Well, let's finish up with tight end. Travis Kelsey's good at football. He's going to get close to double digit targets probably going to get you 20 to 25 fantasy points. Safe play every single week. In a position that tight end is usually pretty weak locking Kelsey every single week is not a bad idea. It really isn't. George Kittle 5'9", kind of like the price for him here. Um, you know, he had a subpar first couple weeks, had a nice week tonight. He was a guy I was very high on uh, for the show on the slate, he used him in the captain spot, almost 100 yards on seven catches on nine targets. So uh, I think he's a pretty pretty safe play here in the mid-range, going to play basically the entire game. Hawkinson was the absolute chalk in high-stakes tournaments, was the chalk in high-stakes double-offs, and he was a massive letdown. Now, um, am I super worried about it? No, no. Now, matchup's not necessarily the best, but like I said, the Lions, they're going to be playing behind almost every single week. So, Hawkinson, going to be in play, going to get a, a ton of targets every single week. Kyle Pitts, I'm probably going to go back to the well. He's lost, he's lost me a decent amount of money uh, so far, and uh, I might just have to keep playing him. So, uh, yeah, Logan Thomas at 4-9. Um, he's been security blanket for the back and quarterback. Probably gets somewhere in the 6-8 to eight target range. Fine play, don't love it. Higbee is a guy I think is pretty safe, right? This is a high total game. I uh, wasn't worried about you know, the week two performance. Bounced back in a big way, five catches and five targets. I did get a little bit banged up, but came back in. So maybe he gets the Q tag going into week four. But um, you know, it's just the snaps, right? And it's this game is gonna be most likely very high scoring. So Higbee, I think, is a very, very safe play. Let's see what else. Cocklin had a pretty good week uh, this week. Seven catches and eight targets for Minnesota. Three point five k. I think it's a fine, cheap play. Both Dallas or both Dallas wide Both Dallas tight ends and Schultz and Jarwin. Fine options we can kind of split the work. Uh, but again, Dallas is a team that likes to push the pace. That's probably it for now. Like I really haven't been looking to a lot of punt tight ends. Really been looking to prioritize kind of spending up and tight end last couple of years. So. That is going to do it for the uh, first look video, guys. If you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you'd hit that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and go live. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video.